Off the Hook, airing on OffTheHookSports.com. Your home for real news, real opinions, and what really matters about Tennessee athletics. The Off the Hook podcast at OffTheHookSports.com or Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or wherever you go for your favorite podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, iHeart. Like, share, follow, subscribe. Off the Hook with Dave Hooker starts now. Well, there are times in June that you're like, ah, what are we going to talk about? There's nothing going on. And then there are days like today with a lot going on with Amanda LaFrada. I'm Dave Hooker. Stop, hit that subscribe button because we will be bringing you Tennessee content throughout the football season, SEC content, and we've got a lot to get to today. So we love it when you like the page too, so we show up on your feed. And always feel free to set your notifications on. We certainly appreciate that. So, Amanda LaFrada, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm well. I see that your notifications are on. Yes, my notifications are on. Did you hear that? that. Sorry about that. I did hear that. Uh, No, it's fine. But, yes, I'm great. How are you doing? I'm well. I mean, there's uh, I I like content. Uh, There's a lot of content to talk about. So... Uh, we'll just go ahead and get it started with Elijah, Elijah, whatever his name is, Drunkowitz. Um, I was talking to somebody in SEC coaching circles recently, and they're like, "Is he on the hot seat?" And 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 they were saying, oh, "I don't know. You know, it's it's kind of one of those situations where um, you don't know what Missouri wants." And I talked to somebody else, so Missouri definitely wants a winner. So. He goes on Jim Rome and has this to say about Tennessee, and it uh, is brought to you by the Jim Rome Show, CBS Sports. You're going to introduce my record, but with the latest allegations against Tennessee, let's hold up on what my record is because I expect him to vacate some wins, and that's going to help my record a little bit. Okay? Oh, man, this, so, is, this is getting be better. Easy. This is getting so much better. Can I ask you, I wasn't necessarily going to go there, but you would be the beneficiary of that. Can I, since you brought it up, can I get your reaction to the latest allegations against Tennessee? Yeah, I mean, me personally, I got to question my wife's commitment to winning. You know, I mean, I don't know how much she's committed if she's not engaging in some of these things. I didn't know that was fair play. So, uh, you know, we got to, you know, it was a little bit surprising to see the uh, in-depth nature of what was going on there. Uh, But I I am sure glad that Tennessee was taking some ownership of it, and and, uh, we'll see what the results are. Um, you know, but uh, it's pretty interesting for sure. My man, if I were you, I'd walk off right now, and then you can go down as the best guest ever. Eli, one more thought about Okay, so Jim Rome says that about every guest that he has on, so we know that. He's not the best guest ever, but just your thoughts on what he said, because I have several thoughts Amanda, but you begin. So my my thoughts were back actually about what he said about dude's wife, like Pruitt's wife. That I know a whole thing of is she a public figure? That the whole thing we were talking about, like about the the guy with Freddie Freeman. Jeez, man! Like, I mean, good it, lord! You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of when a former Tennessee basketball coach was on ball calls, and I think he had a couple of pops on a Monday night. It it almost reminds me of that because it's like he's trying to be funny, 
first of all, the guy's a big goober. Can we all agree on that? I mean, as yeah. far as goober coaches, he is right up at the top. So goober. Yeah, I mean, it's just that's the best. I know. I never use that word, but that I look at him and I think goober. So, by the way, big show on tap. Tennessee offensive fly or Tennessee tight end Jacob Warren will join us. Uh, also, recruiting news. We've got a lot going on, but the Elia Drinkwitz thing. So, the other thing that I'm taken aback by is yes, uh, it's the first thing I was going to say, you mentioned his wife. He's obviously trying to be funny in the get go and be affable. And we can get your thoughts. Be sure and send us a message, uh, whatever platform you're listening on, because uh, we want to hear what you have to say about Eli Drinkowitz just taking a shot at Tennessee. But the other thing that, you know, this is so outside of what football used to be, and that is you would go to the SEC and complain, and you wouldn't voice any of these things. So I can guarantee you either David Cutcliffe or the commissioner Greg Sankey has already called Eli Drinkowitz. And – the other thing is the what strikes me as so weird is that he had an agenda. And I've been involved, and you will too, in some of these interviews where they come in and they're like, I've got to drop this one line or, or I want to push this thought process on you. And that's essentially, Amanda, what he was there to do. He wasn't even asked about Tennessee. He started it off. It was just bizarro. I mean, it's crazy. Like, the SEC already has Elaine Kiffin. We don't need another one. Like, you can chill out. I mean, it's – and I know people will say, okay, well, Saban did this about Jimbo and, and all of that. I know it's going to draw the same, you know, comparisons. But Saban did that to point something out to the NCAA saying, hey, you need to fix this. This is not going to work out well for everybody else. Because Alabama has it, but you know other other schools aren't going to. And that was something that wasn't widely known, and the NCAA didn't come out and say, "Here are these violations." I feel like what he's doing, the Mizzou head coach, is just harping on something that everybody already knows. Just trying to get on the bandwagon, get some clout from his fan base, so that maybe he doesn't get fired at the end of the season. Because last year he lost to Tennessee, what sixty-two to twenty-four. Yeah, coaches. Coaches get in such a mindset, a bunker mentality, that maybe he didn't know all that stuff was flying around at Tennessee. Maybe. I think he had a pretty good idea. But it just struck me as gooberish. I just can't come up with a better word than goober. He just comes across, and even while I was pulling some JPEGs as we were teasing the show on Twitter, he just, the way he dances around, his haircut, the whole nine yards, it is just... Just, just that was one of the strangest uh, clips that I've heard in a long time. And we're just getting started with football season. I mean, you come off as real thirsty. Like, you need to chill. Thirsty. That he comes is... off as thirsty. Like, he's thirsty for attention. He's thirsty for his fan base to like him. I mean, it, he's thirsty. And, like, you, you need to chill. Like, you seem like a girl with an OnlyFans. So, calm down, man. Just saying. I don't think I know what an OnlyFan is. I don't think I want to know. Headlines today brought to you by Files Automotive Group right there on Callahan. Files Automotive Group is who you need to go to when you need that next car because they have selection, they have service, and they have integrity. They want, they need, and they appreciate your business. So you mentioned Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin 
kind of got a shot too is it's a shots fired thursday matt corral is one of the most popular players in recent old miss history but he said i shouldn't have gone there he should have gone somewhere else where he could be better developed and have more competition he knew he could play right away at old miss so matt corral telling the charlotte observer this Amanda, I don't know if he meant it this way, but that's a shot at Lane Kiffin to say he should have gone somewhere else and competed for playing time. So obviously he's referring to like an Alabama-type program where you know that barring being a generational player like Will Anderson, you're going to have to probably sit for a year or two or maybe even three. I mean, Matt Corral, did, have you seen Have you seen other quarterbacks at the schools you're talking about? Honey, you wouldn't play. No offense, you wouldn't have played. He but might not ever – yeah, at Alabama, he would probably never play. You would never play. However, don't do that to your your fan base, your alumni. Like, that's your, that's where you went to school. You're an Ole Miss Rebel or whatever they are now at Landshark. I don't even know what they are. Black Bear. You, you went to <laughs> Ole Miss. They gave you that opportunity. You started at that – you know, in that football program. Stop talking trash. What is wrong with you? Be grateful for the opportunity that you have. Uh, yeah, and he's got a great he's got a great opportunity in the NFL too. So, some recruiting news is headlines brought to you by Biles Automotive Group. The uh, announcement was made by Wilkie Denod yesterday. Yesterday, that's no surprise. We told you that he was probably headed to Auburn. Florida State had a slight chance. I thought Tennessee was a pretty distant third. They're still in good shape on edge rushers. They might go after another one. We'll have something on Off the Hook Sports later today about that. Uh, Caleb Downs, a five-star safety, number one player in the nation uh, at his position, announced his commitment to play in the SEC. He will go to Alabama over Notre Dame, Ohio State, and Georgia. So number 12 overall prospect. He's very good, Amanda. Yeah, he's, he's, he's pretty, pretty talented. I did see the commitment, and I saw him grab for an Alabama hat and then put it on his head and be like, no, just kidding. Um, And at first, I don't like it when kids do that, but he went with Alabama, a hat underneath. So I was fine with that. It was If it was like you grabbed for like an LSU hat and then you were like, psych, I'm going to Georgia, I would have a bigger issue because you just psyched out a bunch of fans. But with the Alabama hat, you went for the Alabama hat, then pulled one out from underneath the table, and that was fine. I don't think it's that big of a deal. No, I don't like when they go back and forth. That's what bothers me because coaches and coaches' families could dedicate and commit a lot of hours to recruiting. Just, I mean, you get a phone call at 2 in the morning, and you got to take it if you're in on a kid. So I definitely think that um, – uh, if, if you pull the hat, you need to go with that. And that's what he did. So a big pickup. And then um, I know there are a lot of Washington Commanders fans in the to East Tennessee area. Washington Commanders. It still feel, feels weird, doesn't it? Uh, because of Heath Shuler going to Washington under another former name. But Dan Snyder will testify voluntarily via Zoom before Congress on Thursday morning. Uh, he's going to testify under a subpoena as part of the investigation in the franchise's workplace culture. Let me go ahead and give you a, hey, Mike, how are you? Let me go ahead and give you a little bit of insight. This 
is being pushed by the NFL. They want Daniel Snyder to be removed as owner. Obviously. Right. So they they have lobbyists just like the oil companies and everybody else. So they are pushing this to happen in Congress so they can besmirch his reputation and get rid of him. They want him That's, gone. They've been doing that for forever. When he refused to, you know, rename Washington from the Redskins. I mean, and he he pushed to keep that name. And since that time, they have been after him. I mean, completely I mean, they've gone, you know, I can't say that, but they've gone straight after him. And well, just... and and we know where the John Gruden emails were sent. Are you telling me that's the only time and the only owner that he exchanged those type of emails with? If you use racist language all the time, you probably do it all the time. So it's it's hard for me to believe that there weren't emails that they discovered in that whole process that didn't go to other places. But the only ones that were leaked were the Washington Commanders. So that's what's going to happen. And Nicholas Cage back in the news, which makes me stop it. So it was doing the Aaron, Aaron Rodgers doing the Nick Cage thing yesterday and. Go ahead and tell me that the Taze Tough question is about Nick Cage because he is now in the news again. Second day in a row does nothing creative or really that productive. And now Brittany Griner could be traded back to the U.S. for the actual person that the U.S. is holding in custody that Nicolas Cage played in the movie Warlords. How do we work Nick Cage in every day? That's the challenge. It's the Kevin Bacon six degrees of separation or whatever it's called. I mean, it really is. I feel like everything can go back to Nicolas Cage at some point. Six degrees to society, Nicolas Cage. So if he gets traded. Yeah, because he's going outside of just movie actors. The Kevin Bacon thing is just movie actors. He's. He's getting the Britney Griners of the world back in the U.S. I thought the Kevin Bacon thing was everyone. I thought it was just an acting thing. I thought, no, I thought it was everyone, but that's fine. Well, how would be six degrees of separation to Amanda LaFrada? I don't know. I haven't done the math. I haven't looked through. Like, I don't know. (laughs) We'll see if we can figure that out. All right, today. Probably. You've met, oh, okay. Well, you met Charles Barkley. I did, and that was wonderful. And yeah, surprisingly, so, I liked him a lot. But I'm sure Charles in, Barkley has met Kevin Bacon. Right, at some point. So yeah. there you go. Probably one degree of separation. So are you, um, Are you? Uh, we both love Charles Barkley. What's not mm-hmm. to love about Charles Barkley? He went to Auburn. You, that's what's not to love. But continue. Right. Are you hoping that he doesn't go to the live tour like I am? Yeah, but I... I just, this is ultimately, I think, going to take over. And I, unfortunately, I hate it, but the PGA has no one to blame but themselves at this point. That's true. Um, Yeah, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see him go to the live tour. By the same token, could it be interesting to see him take some swings and be more engaged? Kind of like the Tony Siragusa, you were talking about him when he passed away, how he was really engaged on the sidelines, and it was kind of a different type of broadcast. Um, I think you could do a lot of fun stuff with Charles Barkley. I just don't 
like uh, ultimately what the Lib Tour stands for. So I hope he doesn't go there. Okay. So today's tough question is what, Amanda LaFrada? Because my tough question yesterday was gold. It was not gold. It was not. How did, how did my question yeah. yesterday perform an engagement, as the digital marketing people like to say? It did not perform <laughs> super well. Um, did not. wasn't wasn't great. <clears throat> Let me look and see what it ended up being. So you're in, it, it was it was split. Aaron Rodgers and Nicholas Cage. That's, what was the question was again? Down. Which person would you pick to date your sister? Okay. Could do, then, the same one, could do the same one today. But um, no, in a different no, way. I have Never a different mind. one. Okay. So, he, right. Who would you want to date your sister was 50 50. So that means it's a great question if it's split down the middle. You got to give me some kudos and some love on that. I don't know. Okay. Or don't. No, All right. No. So, what's today's tough question today? Okay, well, there's two tough questions yesterday. And yesterday it was, who would you take as your starting QB in the NFL this season? And 77.8% of people said Aaron Rodgers over Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray, and Baker Mayfield. Uh, It's hard to argue. I thought that was way too easy. I thought that was a very poor selection by you. Um, You have poor selections. I (laughs) am fine. Your poor selection. Yeah, you are a poor selection. So, anywho, so today's tough question, I feel like, should evolve around. The one thing that the adopted child never wants to hear. Go ahead. Your poor selection? I mean, the way you put that sounded mean. Well, okay. That's, I I say that about everything. Go Go ahead with the question. I'm sorry. Okay. So, today's tough question should be who is the, like, most. As a Tennessee fan, which coach do you least respect in like the SEC? Because you got oh. Kiffin, you got uh, whatever that guy's name is at Mizzou. Drinklets, I mean, Aliyah. Drinklets, they, they, you, yeah. Yeah, they dropped the J. Kirby Smart, like you have. I mean, there's there's a few coaches in there that Let's Tennessee go. fans don't like. Okay, I, may I tweak it a little bit? Can we go full old score, uh, old school goober? Can we just say who, what coach in the SEC is the biggest goober? Work with me. Brian Kelly with the accent. Aliyah Drinkowitz with the drunk Jim Rome um, appearance. Who else is a goober? Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin is, see, I won you over, didn't I? No, that's, that's good. I would say, who do you hate the most, but. That's There's something about the word goober that you don't get to use very often, but Aliyah was so gooberish that I want to go ahead and get that out of my system for the year. So I might not say the word goober for the rest of the year. So who are the four? Do we have so, so we got the last one will be an other, I think. I think you're giving people an out on that. Well, I think maybe they could say, like, oh, I think this coach is stupid, or I think this coach is stupid. I would say, who is the biggest embarrassment as a head coach in the SEC? Who's the biggest? Let, okay, let, I like Goober. Are you telling me you okay. don't like or you do like Goober? Don't like Goober. Nobody says the word Goober. 
Well, old people like me do. You work on that. Today's tough question brought to you by Vassy Lawn and Garden. Man alive, it's worth the drive. Vassy Lawn and Garden right there in Cleveland, Ohio. Or Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland, Tennessee, Toro, count on it. They've got the edgers, trimmers, and all that you need. The reason I said Ohio is because we will have Austin Ward joining us tomorrow. He covered Big Ten Media Days in which now I want to get to that as well. Uh, he covers um, the Ohio State Buckeyes. So the news coming out of the Big Ten and Big Ten media days that a 16-team playoff seems well within grasp and seems like uh, inevitable, essentially, was the news that was coming out by Pete Thamel about uh, the SEC media days and potential playoff, uh, Big Ten media days. Amanda, I agree. I don't have any debate whatsoever that I think a 16-team playoff is in the heads of a lot of the decision makers of college football. I think ultimately that's where we'll end up. I don't know if it's five or ten years. You know, I fought the fight to have a four-team playoff for 20 years, almost before. Yeah, yeah, it it was a long time ago, and that took a long time. But things are moving faster now. So, I would ask you, it's not today's tough question because we're going to the goober, but I would ask you, in a perfect world, Commissioner LaFrada or NCAA President LaFrada, and she has said before that she wants the job, which I think she's crazy, but it does pay better than this gig. So just if you were the president of the NCAA and you could say, this is the way the playoff will work, how would you set it up? The playoff, in my opinion, I would start, I think it's perfect the way that it is now. I think four teams is a great option. You only add one extra game to, you know, two teams schedule and that's a championship game. So I think it's, I think it's perfect the way it is now. I think people are going to gripe and complain about it until it expands. I would only expand it to eight teams and then watch the injuries fall. And then here we go. Like as soon as, because you're extending that, you know, you're going to extend the regular season as we, as we, or the season, not the regular season. But as we talked to, um, can't remember his name. Bill we talked to him. Yes. And he said that the season would stay the same, same amount of games in regular season. It would just extend uh, postseason. So I feel like if you add 16 teams, if you add essentially 12 more teams in the playoffs, injuries are going to start just roll like a snowball effect. Well, the more games you add, the more injuries you're going to have. For those that listen to the program reg- regularly and we're on every day at nine o'clock, please subscribe and like. You know that Amanda and I could not be further apart on this issue as far as our opinions. And I, I totally yeah. respect where Amanda's coming from because it's the more traditional approach. She wants to save the smaller schools. I, I love that approach. I think it's altruistic. I think it's fantastic. However, if it were up to me for Dave, um, I would structure it much like the NFL in that you're playing teams that can beat you each and every week. I would cut out the cupcakes An eight and four season would be fantastic. And then you would probably 
make the college football playoff at an eight and four record. We wouldn't be talking about perfect seasons anymore because the schedules would be too challenging. You would have a super conference and you would have 16 teams or at least. I don't see your point. If you don't want big blowouts, like if if you think it's, if you feel like it's annoying to have big blowouts, then you don't add 12 more teams to the playoffs because you should only have four teams at the top, max. Well, and we'll get into this a little bit more, but I'm kind of looking at this from the perspective of I don't think Alabama and Georgia will be two elite teams compared to the rest of the field forever. So I'm looking at this as more events and – Yes, could there be blowouts or could, but even with a 12, you would have fewer blowouts because the top four would get a bye and then you would play. So you would have a lot of great games just by going to 12. I was always an eightist. I wanted it to be eight, but I'm okay with 12 to make sure you have good games. So that's where I stand. I've never heard anybody bring up 16 seriously before, but that's what's coming out of Chicago with Big Ten Media Days via Pete Thamel. And again, we'll have Austin Ward to talk about Big Ten Media Days on tomorrow. And he's just down the road since he's in Chicago. So maybe he's gone and had a drink with Eliah Drinkwitz because he sounded uh, like he was, I don't know, imbibed on the Jim Rome show. Um, Well, yes, yes. The Big Ten, didn't they just add – like USC and UCLA. So they don't exactly have the best decision-making skills there. I'm just letting you know. That's fair. Owl's Nest Barbecue is your home for what? It's every barbecue supply and grill that you could possibly need. They've got the rubs. They've got the pellets. They've got the wood chips. They've got it all there at Owl's Nest Barbecue. So, Back in two minutes, more on Aliyah Drinkwitz. Some balls sign in the major leagues. Good for them. It's nice to be rich. She's Amanda LaFrada. I'm Dave Hooker off Oak Sports. Two minutes. Gary Viles here. I want to personally invite you to North Knoxville's newest sports bar and restaurant. It's Big Orange Phillies, located in Black Oak Center. And yes, folks, it's happening in halls. Big Orange Phillies offers family-friendly environment with homemade meals and the best deli South subs around. Billiards, darts, jukebox, shuffleboard, and cornhole, and a full bar. We also offer valet parking on weekends and during special events. We even have a covered back patio. It's happening at Big Orange Phillies. We want, we need, and we appreciate your business. Hi, Mike Davis here with City Heating and Air, reminding you to always dare to compare. Our team provides quality local heating and air service, installation, and maintenance across East Tennessee. We use only the best equipment like American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning for your residential, new construction, or commercial needs. Honesty, dependability, and customer satisfaction have been the cornerstones of our business since 1961. City Heat and Air. There's This is Al's Nest Barbecue Supply, so come on in and see all the different rubs and sauces we have, plus a complete line of Green Mountain Grills. Don't be overwhelmed. We have plenty of help so you can produce the best barbecue in a maze for your family and friends. Barbecue is America's food. We'll do what we can to bring you all the best products. We're Al's Nest Barbecue, but Chattanooga goes to grill.
Do you want to own the more that owns every job? Then get to Vasti Lawn and Garden in Cleveland and get you a Toro. I'm David Vasti, here to talk to you about Toro. With a Toro Zero turn, you'll get more out of every minute and you'll reach the finish line faster. At Bassies, we like to say, no matter if you're mowing three acres a week or 11 lawns a day, homeowners and business owners alike find confidence in equipment they can trust from top to bottom. Bassie Lawn and Garden, Highway 60 North in Cleveland. Man alive, it's worth the drive. Certainly is. Uh, Lie at Drinkwitz, which we talked about earlier, has been a topic of conversation. And then the biggest goober in the SEC. So our candidates are for today's tough question. Biggest coach, like the biggest goober as a coach. Yes. Yes. So the biggest goober, that would be a, that'd be a long segment. So as a coach, you have Brian Kelly, you have E, what's his Eli? Drinkwitz. Eliah. Okay. Somebody missed a letter in that name. Elia Drinkwitz, and then you have Brian Kelly or Lane Kiffin. Did I say Brian Kelly already? Lane Kiffin or other. There we go. Okay. So where are we now? I know it's just gone up, but where are we in the voting? So at this moment, I think Lane's going to win this thing. Are you really? Yeah. Lane's a cool goober. Elia is just a goober, like that I regretfully would have made fun of in high school. We have it. Yeah. So we have a tie at the moment with Alaya, Drinkwitz, and Brian Kelly. A three way tie? No, a two way. Alaya and Brian Kelly. Okay. So Lane's not winning. No, Lane is, uh, Lane's down there. I think people like his swagger. I think they think he's a goober. Interesting. All right. So. We remind you to like and subscribe. Just click on that button and we will be able to bring you some Tennessee and SEC content each and every day and more. So if you go to our YouTube page, you can find Chalk Talk with Chris Landry. You can find the Vol Report with current Tennessee players. And you can also find the Vol Report with John Adams. Yeah, John Adams and Josh Ward. That was what John Adams' impression Oh, man, I thought yeah. you would like I that. I hope he doesn't watch this because I've. Yes, he does. He's not going to be tender. happy. So, all of that each and every day, check us out. So, again, like and subscribe. So, the Elia Drinkwitz thing is uh, still on my mind. So, I wanted to get into that a little more. How do you think Missouri fans respond to that? Because fans will typically rally around a coach when he takes a stand like this. However, he came across so gooberish and he's not a very good coach that there are so many factors that go into how this plays with Missouri fans. I know how it plays with Tennessee fans. You should hate it, but also you have to factor in the Missouri expectations. Are they expecting Drinkwitz to win the championship or are they just expecting him to get by? So how do you think this plays in Missouri with their fan base. I don't think Missouri really cares, to be honest. I really don't. I don't think they care. I mean, after getting, you know, beaten 62 to 24 last year by Tennessee, it's one of those things that why would you do it? You know, kind of, it's kind of a facepalm kind of thing. Like if there was an emoji to describe it, it would be facepalm because 
you can po like you can talk all this trash, but at the end of the day, you're still probably going to lose by double digits. So what's the point? Yeah, I um, I think it probably rallies some in the fan base for Missouri, but not rallies enough. for what? Well, I mean, I think they get excited anytime a coach talks trash, but I don't think I agree with you. I don't think there's enough people caring. I think it's too apathetic to really ultimately make a big difference. So, yeah, I'm with you, which is leads me to this. Just drop Missouri from the SEC. Would you it, stop it with that? I'm not, no, I'm not done. Listen, the bottom line is if their fan base doesn't care like you, you believe and I believe, and you take a shot at an SEC East rival, and we're both saying we don't think they really care, then that's not a program that needs to be in a football conference like the SEC. Drop Missouri, pick up North Carolina, move on. It was a move to get in a television market, and but nobody watches Missouri football. Drop them. Done. Who needs them? Okay. You can say that in – you drop Missouri and you pick up North Carolina, you're not going to be able to pick up UNC without Duke. That's for a whole nother day. We've already covered that. However, when you say a fan base doesn't care, how many times during this whole debacle at Tennessee have you heard of the fan base just giving up and walking away and saying, hands up, we don't care. Like we, We're done. We're done caring. So you can't just kick out a school because they don't care. Like they – there, every school gets frustrated. Every school's going to have goobers that coach them. Hey, Derek Dooley. Hey, Butch Jones. Hey, Jeremy Pruitt. I mean, we're all, we all have to go through that. So you don't just kick out if just a complete school because one year their fan base doesn't care. Well, it's just their apathy in general, though. I'm not down with that. I mean, it's as much of a basketball school as it is a football school. I'm not sure it's either. I don't know why they picked them in the first place. I would just boot them, but that's me. Um, I, I just it does nothing for me. I mean, the thoughts of traveling to the places that I haven't traveled in the SEC. I would love to go see A and M. Uh, I would love to go see a game there in College Station, but I would literally not watch Missouri football if they were working out in my backyard. I would close the blinds. I have no interest. I just, they're not an SEC team. I mean, again, I haven't been there, but from those I talked to, dilapidated facilities, it's just a bad look. It just, it's like a sixth toe. It just, it just looks out there. It doesn't look No offense to people with a sixth toe. No offense. Is that a common thing? Yes. I don't know. I don't How know. many? I don't have one. You don't, are you sure? Because I yes. just have nine. I just have nine toes. So if you had six, that would even us out. No, I do not have six toes, and that wouldn't even us out. If you have nine and I have six, that means I'm missing four. No, if you had one extra toe, and so I so then one I would have less, eleven. Right, and I have not nine. Six. So then we're then we're at twenty. No, unfortunately, I have 10 toes. I don't have any more. I don't have any less. I have the amount of toes that you're supposed to have. But I also don't discriminate against people who have maybe missing a toe or an extra one. Better facing 
hexdactyly. I didn't pronounce that correct, but that is the presence of an extra six finger or toe, a very common congenital malformation. I didn't know it was common. Do they take one of the toes out? Yes. And that's no, exactly no, what they talking about the toes. Yes. And that's exact. They take the toe off and that's exactly at birth. And that's exactly what they should do with Missouri out of the SEC. Oh my gosh. Do you, somebody from Missouri wronged you. Did they hit on your no. wife? Did something no. happen? Did they beat you up in middle school? Because you are really hating just well, no, no, well, super hatred on Missouri. Yeah, to that point, everybody hits on my wife because she's hot. And uh, no, I didn't she's get people on my Missouri in middle school. So, um, <laughs> Zul Beer Company bringing you the deletion of Missouri from the SEC. Zul no, they're Beer not. Co- no, they're not. No, they're not. Zul no, Beer Company, a fantastic place to hang out with the panoramic views downtown. Oh, man, it's just a whole lot of fun with award winning craft beer right there on top. It really is. Um, every time I see that Bassy commercial where he's yes. like, go down and get you a Toro. And I'm like, well, Zul has a Toro, but it's a beer. It's a Toro, so it's a Mexican lager. It's like the best one ever. So just putting that out there. If you haven't gone down, go down. They have beer for everybody, seriously. Anything you want. I've never had anyone walk out of there and be like, I really just did not like this place. Well, so from now on, from now on at Zul Beer Company, when they somebody orders a Toro like Vassy Lawn and Garden, they should just when you hand when somebody hands it to them, say or say, I'll take a Toro. And the server bartender could say, count on it. Okay, that's going to have to be a class that you're going to have to teach people. So go (laughs) on down. It's a whole, whole thing, thing, right? Yeah, it's, it's got to be a meeting. It's coordinated. We got to. Well, I mean, we, we have to be sure and say count on it with Toro on the program. So I think you should have to say that uh, with whenever whenever the Toro beer gets. Why don't you just hand it to him? Count on it. Okay, I don't I don't know, but I do know that David, when he works festivals with me, because he will when we your, go out of town. Husband, yes. Yes, my husband. <laughs> He'll say, do you want this or do you want the Mexican? And I'm like, David, finish it. Don't just ask them yes. if they want the Mexican. Say the Mexican lager, David. Lager. It's hilarious, it, though. It sounds delicious. I haven't tried that one, but I would certainly encourage people to do so right there in downtown Knoxville. Also really close to downtown Knoxville is the Mattress Place. The Mattress Place is Marine Corps veteran-owned, A-plus accredited member of the Better Business Bureau and over 225 five-star reviews on Google. They've got next-day delivery and financing. They're two miles away from Henley Street. They're just that close. And they also have special discounts for veterans, police, senior, and students and they're open seven days a week no gimmicks just 30 to 70 percent off every day the mattress place more after this back in two minutes how about a little message board bingo something that i have been wanting to display because uh, amanda likes bouncing around on message boards no she doesn't but she has found a good twitter feed that has message boards on it so great so coming up, coming up, uh, broadcasting on the fly. I haven't even told Amanda about this. She's going to read 
a message board post from two or three different message boards. And I'm going to see if I can identify because I purposely haven't been reading when, when she's texted me and when she's tweeted me these things, because I purposely did not want to know because then it would be orchestrated and I would know who it is. So I haven't looked, I've just like scrolled right past and looked at the other news she sent me. And so I don't know who this is, but I'll, she's going to read off the, me- we're going to play message board bingo. She's going to read off the message board of crazy fans. And then we're going to see if I can identify the fan base back in two minutes off the hook sports subscribe now. Gary Viles here, Viles Automotive on Callahan Drive. I've been selling cars here in East Tennessee for 27 years. In that time, I've come to realize it's not about the car. It's about you, the customer. So I'm here to take care of you just like family. Good credit, bad credit, you name it, we can get you taken care of. If we don't have it, we can find it for you. We go across the country to get any vehicle that you want. And here at Viles Automotive, we don't believe in fake numbers. We just give you great deals. And as always, we want, we need, and we appreciate your business. Do you want to own the more that owns every job? Then get the Vasti Lawn and Garden in Cleveland and get you a Toro. I'm David Vasti, here to talk to you about Toro. With a Toro Zero Turn, you'll get more out of every minute and you'll reach the finish line faster. At Vasti's, we like to say, no matter if you're mowing three acres a week or 11 lawns a day, homeowners and business owners alike find confidence in equipment they can trust from top to bottom. Vasti Lawn and Garden, Highway 60 North in Cleveland. Man alive, it's worth the drive. This is Steve Rain. I own the Midnight Oil and Michelin Tire Direct service station here in Ottawa. It's not a fancy place, never has been, but it's a clean place with clean restrooms and good folks who work here. We sell gas, fix cars, nothing glamorous, but we love what we do and we're going to keep doing it for a long time to come. There's not many real service stations left and that's a shame. We're the guys just like the guys back in your hometown. We'll fix your tire, change your oil, and put a new set of Michelins on your car. If you want a Twinkie, you'll just have to keep on going. Thanks for the business. Hi, Mike Davis here with City Heating and Air, reminding you to always dare to compare. Our team provides quality local heating and air service, installation, and maintenance across East Tennessee. We use only the best equipment like American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning for your residential, new construction, or commercial needs. Honesty, dependability, and customer satisfaction have been the cornerstones of our business since 1961. City Heat and Air. Air Welcome back to the Mandela Fraud. I'm Dave Hooker, who's almost on the screen. It's time for Talking Crute, and it's brought to you by Pedigo, Pedigo Chattanooga, your home for the best e-bikes in the biz. It's about quality. It's about service. It's about support, because an e-bike is an investment in Fun. Hello, fun. It is time for Talking Cruden. Talking Cruden. Am I right or am I right or am I right? Who's on Tennessee's board? The names you need to know exclusively on Off the Hook Sports with Dave Hooker. Thank you, Brad, for jumping on and subscribing. We want to encourage you to do that on YouTube. The more subscribers and likes that we get, the more we're able to bring you content about Tennessee and the SEC. Speaking of content, Talking Cruton, so Tennessee misses out on Wilkie Denod yesterday. It's not a surprise. We told you that was probably going to happen. He's headed to Auburn, and I still think, though, that from what I'm told, there is a chance at Tennessee. If they want to, I'm getting kind of mixed signals there. If they want to get back in on that, they can. 
Amanda, because you've got a, a, a long, a long time to go until they actually sign papers. That's something that's really strange to me about the recruiting calendar. I understand that it's accelerated, but it doesn't mean any of these decisions are final. One that certainly does seem final is Alabama picking up the top safety in the nation. I don't think he's headed anywhere unless, I don't know, Nick Saban retires, which is certainly a possibility, but he's the number 12 overall prospect and he is a six foot tall, 185 pounds will play in the all American bowl. And Caleb Downs is the latest pickup for the Crimson Tide and then Tennessee waiting for a decision on Aiden Mizell. I'm not sure about Mizell, but I am hearing that uh, Tennessee is probably going to be the odd man out. But again, so much could change. That's talking Cruton brought to you by our friends, Pedigo e-bikes of Chattanooga. So Amanda is so excited about the message. For bingo. I, like, I can, love this. I, I can this tell. So like, happy. We need like a we need a music bed. So just for those that we, we are in uh, the growing launching stages of this thing. And so we want to give you a behind the scenes look. So um, uh, Amanda and I as partners, we have invested in all of the copyright necessary to play music like we love, like Zeppelin. However, the software wants to prevent you from doing that. So for now, what I will have to do, Amanda, is when we play message board bingo, I would just have to kind of give you a music bed that is a no copyright infringement territory bed. So something, uh, I don't know, something like this. Oh, yeah. That is, no, that's that is not no. message board bingo. That, I don't know. That's not that message board bingo. That is bad. Okay, mm. well, I'll. No. You go ahead and start message board bingo and I will find the appropriate music bed because that one seemed really inappropriate. How about future pop? Future pop, I think, is our winner. Yeah. Yeah, kind of game showy. I do like future pop for message board bingo. Probably because it sounds like the 80s. Yeah. It's like, yeah, no. no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Stop. I'm out. You didn't watch Pressure Luck? Um, it's now on with Elizabeth Banks, and I actually watched it the other the other day, which is fun. Did you see the one guy that uh, mastered the rotation of the whammy? So he was, he made like he was up to like two hundred thousand dollars in the eighties, and they're like, something's going on here, and he was unbeatable. He could he absolutely could not be beat. So message board bingo brought to you by Honeybee Coffee. You can order online. Go to Honeybee Coffee. It is like the top 5% of the beans in the world. If you're not drinking Honeybee Coffee, you're not drinking the best coffee you could be drinking. So we got future pop message board bingo. We're off and rolling. So message board bingo. My goal is to get two out of three. So I can't stand it. Oh, I have four. You have four? Okay, so... The over under is two and a half. Will I get over two and a half? Are you taking the over or the no, under? I'm taking the under. Okay. All right. Message Hands board bingo. Down. Here we go. Brought to you by Honeybee Coffee. I'm ready. Okay. So just read the yeah, I'm doing it. Read the post. Yeah, I know you will. She's reading okay. the post. I'm just resetting. She's I've done this radio thing for a while. But she's resetting. I'm resetting. 
where she's going to read the message board post and then I'm going to see if I can guess the fan base that said it, but she's not going to give me anything that would be an identifier. So Amanda, here we go. I'd be really surprised if FSU, Alabama, Auburn, LSU, Clemson, and Florida aren't in talks to become a super conference, not in the (laughs) sense of being a large conference, but being the most relevant. We'd probably have to add a few more to even out the numbers, but I would almost guarantee the conversation is taking place. Okay, name the schools again real quick, because you said we, so I think it's got to be one of those schools. Obviously. Uh, FSU, Alabama, Auburn, LSU, Clemson, and Florida. I think it's Florida State because they are in the most tenuous position of those teams. Wrong. Oh, Oh, for one, who is it? Clemson. All right, Clemson. A message board bingo number two, round two. I'm bringing the future pop back. All right. (laughs) (laughs) The NCAA is like my mother-in-law at this point. She may have had power slash influence earlier in life, but like many women who hit menopause, has just become a fly at a barbecue and think their opinion matters. That's Tennessee. No. It's not? It's Kansas. Okay, and why does Kansas care? All right, I don't know, but it made me laugh because Kansas seems like a mother-in-law. So They do. This is my aunt Kansas. Or this is my mother-in-law Kansas. This is the one I hope you get. I mean, at this point, it's been shown we can't compete with Miami in head-to-head battles. I honestly don't think we've actually won a single recruiting battle against them thus far. The sooner people come to realize this simple fact, the less of a meltdown will arise. I'm going to go with that as Florida State. No! Is it Clemson? It's Florida! It's Florida? Florida and Miami have had that battle, remember? Florida? Yeah, the recruiting battle. Yeah, that's what he's talking about, recruiting. Oh, I thought he was referring to on the field, which that threw me. Okay, all right, so I'm 0 for 3. What's the third one? This is the best one. Okay. This is the menopause one. The menopause is pretty tough to talk. Yeah, but it's (laughs) this is more football related. This is just great. It's hard not to be more football related. With menopause on the table. Okay, this is just great. Now we can't compete with UCF for a player. Walker definitely doesn't want to compete for a national championship if he goes to UCF. Seems like an all-out NIL splash. UCF has only so much available NIL, and they must be willing to throw a good amount of it to the likely something, to likely high rated target they have for this class. Wait, I gotta add something to that. Okay, I have UCF. No UCF probably has Disney stuffing their pockets. Ouch! By the way, um, and I don't know. Is this Florida? No, it's Ohio State. Oh my gosh! Well, there's nobody that Ohio State really wanted that went to UCF. Over yeah, Ohio apparently State. there is. That's one of those hidden offers like or the the non-committable offer i love that term that i mean that ohio state if they want a kid out of florida 
he's going to have interest from other Florida schools. He's not going to go to UCF over Ohio State, Florida. Apparently he did. Well, I think you might have a misinformed recruiting fan on a message board. Imagine that. That would never happen. Two of them. Imagine your pet being a little bit more chill, a little bit more relaxed. That's Craft Treats. Craft Treats has the chill pills, full spectrum CBD treat. So it contains uh, minor cannabinoids that will increase the benefits of CBD, whether it's ride anxiety, storm anxiety, whatever it may be. Craft Treats will take care of you. Craft Treats is fantastic. So, um, not anymore, Nicholas Cage. That was message board bingo. Uh, we are going to get to Jacob Warren right now. It's the Vol Report brought to you by Bassey Lawn and Garden. This is Jacob Warren. I visited with him following SEC Media Days when he had the Texas A&M player that got pulled over two days before SEC Media Days, and he had marijuana with him. He had a gun. He had um, he was driving under the influence. So I asked Jacob Warren about, you know, how do you handle that as a team when somebody does something so publicly stupid? Because he's still your friend, but you hurt the team. Here is his response brought to you by Bassey Longard. So do you, is that something that's addressed among teammates when somebody gets in trouble around just their, their personal group of friends? Or is that something where a leader of the team could stand up and say, hey, you're hurting the whole team, don't get in trouble? How, how are things like that addressed within the framework of a team? Um, I think it's pretty well understood that um, everyone understands that that's definitely not something that should be happening and something that you would like to avoid, right? So <clears throat> when something like that happens, I think it's, it's appropriate for, you know, the coach to address it to the team. Be like, guys, like, I know, like, everything you've heard, like, whatever, whether it's true, whether it's not true, and just kind of put it all out there and, and kind of, um, I guess a lot of some things are just kind of hard to talk about until someone just puts it out there in the open. And then once it's out there, it's like, oh, well, I guess, you know, we're talking about it. And so now you start to talk about, you know, other things that people may be struggling with or um, just try to encourage guys to, you know, if they feel like they've got to do this, do that, or if they are doing the same thing that the kid had got caught with, like, please stop doing it, right? Like, this is – and this is, like, as someone that – I'm not on his team, right? So this is what Coach Heupel, per se, would, would say, be saying to us or with the conversations we would have. But I guess if, if the kid's on your team, I mean, you just kind of have to um, surround them. I mean, obviously, he's still a teammate. He's still a brother. Like, he's still – he, that that's the weird part that I think that sometimes fans don't understand, Amanda, is that, you know, it, it's the same thing when fans expect players to say everything's great at Tennessee and that sort of thing. Well, under Butch Jones and some other guys and Jeremy Pruitt, it wasn't. So you're asking a guy to lie to a, you know, a, a, a peer, a, a friend, a, another 17-year-old that this guy just went through. He's a 20-year-old in college. It's the same thing when a guy gets in trouble. So are you upset with him? But think about your coworker. I mean, if one of us did something stupid, I mean, the, or one of our team of, you know, uh, Jacob Cooper Mays, Chris Landry, you know, we've got a, a team of people. 
if somebody did something stupid, my first thought that would go through my mind, Amanda, would be, I hope they're okay. Well, as a fan, you look at it from a different perspective of come down on him, crack down on him. How can he do that? Sell him in recruiting. But these are real people, too. And I think sometimes that gets lost. Um, as shocking as this is going to be that we're going to disagree, of course. Um, Can't believe it. I would. Yes. Shocking. No, this guy, he wasn't thinking about his like his teammates. He wasn't thinking about his brothers. He wasn't thinking about all of that when he did what he did. And it wasn't just like he was speeding or he got a DUI or, you know, something like it wasn't just one thing where you could say, okay, a mistake was made. Like, let's just, you know, let's get rid of that and let's go on. But he didn't consider his team at all. And you always, if you're a part of a team, you always consider your team. This is not a coworker. This is not, um, this is not somebody who you, you just go to class with or something. This is somebody who is working towards a goal and supposed to be a leader on the team that you are on, making stupid decisions, three of them, all at one time. They're not <laughs> considering your teammates. They're not considering their brothers. They're not considering anything. It's selfish. And it it's, I mean, it, it sucks, but it's that person is being completely selfish and you don't just wrap your arms around them and bring them back into the fold. Like, no, they did this. They brought it upon themselves. You have a gun. You have marijuana. You're driving underneath, like, under the influence. Nope. Sorry. They're not considering your teammates, so why should you consider them? Fair. I definitely see where you're coming from. I, I think we are talking about young men. I think we're talking about young men that are very bonded and uh, not that bonded. Well, maybe he wasn't. Uh, maybe he wasn't. That's fair. Big Orange Phillies is a great place to hang out this weekend. I don't know when you're listening, but whenever that might be, Big Orange Phillies is the place to be because they have fantastic food and they have a great place to hang out in a fun family. Uh, environment and you're going to enjoy it at Big Orange Phillies because you can do karaoke, you can do the darts, you can um, do it all right there at Big Orange uh, uh, Phillies. And also they've got cornhole and billiards. Now, so Amanda and I agreed that uh, we, we agreed to a pie in the face about something. I can't remember what that was, but I think instead... I think instead, well, it's it's something to talk about. So I think that we, what we should change that to our upcoming bets is loser has to do big orange karaoke or has to do karaoke at big orange Phillies. Absolutely not. No, yeah, I'm not even thing. taking that chance. I'm not taking that chance. I've, no, I do not karaoke. So if I said Alabama loses five games this year. And challenged you to a big orange Phillies karaoke bet. Would you take? You would take that because I'd be the one singing. They're not going to lose five games. So I would. I would not take that because I don't want to hear you sing. I'm going to work on that a little bit. It is uh, this day in sports history, and it's brought to you by City Heating and Air Conditioning. Over 50 years, City Heating and Air Conditioning right there in North Knoxville is your home for HVAC integrity. That's City Heating and Air Conditioning. May I steal one from you? Because this one really surprised me. I remember that I was just, um, gosh, I guess I was like 
um, it was 99. So it was probably like 25 years old and Barry Sanders up and just announced his retirement. Now we've seen that happen more and more with like, Oh, Andrew Luck. Um, <laughs> we've seen that happen. Whoa. No, he I don't sounds- know that was. Oh, 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 oh. So we've seen that happen with Andrew Luck. But that was the first one, and we've seen it happen with Calvin Johnson, who also played for the Lions. But I can't remember one before that that just completely blew me away. That was like, now the money has changed so much that you can walk away after a five-year, four-year contract and change your family as far as generational wealth forever. But that wasn't the case back then. So it was just stunning that Barry Sanders walked away when he did because he was at the top of his game um uh, so that that really surprised me but this day in sports history is brought to you by amanda and city heat and air conditioning so i'm gonna shut up okay so this day in sports history in 2002 the 89th tour de france was declared no winner do you know why everybody was doping no lance armstrong was disqualified Oh, so he was doping. Everybody was doping. That he was doping. I don't know if everyone was doping, but everybody's doping in that sport. I mean, how do you? But how do you not? Who wants to ride a bicycle for that long? (laughs) Like, I'm serious. Like, I don't know who wants to do that. That does not seem like a fun time for me. I'm not gonna lie. No, seems awful. I'll go with the extra padded seat. Have a fantastic day, everyone. We will talk to you at 9 o'clock tomorrow off the Hook Sports with Amanda LaPrada. I'm Dave Hooker, the padded seat. Be sure and like and subscribe. We appreciate that. Have a fantastic day. This is a production of Off the Hook Sports.